You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast, presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 37. My beautiful creators, this is the Mind Made Wrong podcast, where we have real conversations about artistry, mindset, and mental health issues. My name is Steel Maggie, I'm your host, and just to let you know, I don't really introduce myself and say what I do that often, but one of the things that I create is bittersweet and bold dance pop for the minimally sane, the moderately restless, and the significantly idealistic. I want to thank you wholeheartedly for choosing to spend a part of your Monday with me or whatever day you're listening to this particular episode, but especially if you're listening to this um, the Monday after the Super Bowl. Apparently, it's the most called out of work day of the year. I'll watch a little football occasionally, but the halftime shows are always what I look forward to. One day, I believe I will perform a Super Super Bowl uh, halftime show, and that's going to be thanks to all of you. So, whether you called today off, or you're enjoying a nice, easy, clear commute because of all of the people not going to work, I am so glad you're joining me right now, and I think you will be glad you're here today, too, because this topic is the topic. This topic is the one that has blown my mind every hour of every day this past week. So I just had to share it with you. I wrote it down. This concept is a sentence that I've read countless times. I've written it down. I've meditated upon it in the past. Um, in, in 2019, you know, I, I'd, I'd read this all the time. This was something that was on my phone screen, you know, I, I thought that, you know, and I believed that I knew what it meant, but up until sometime last week, I have been hit upside the head with the realization that truly I did not understand it, what it meant for my life and about my past and present and future. So enough foreplay, here it is. What I focus on expands. That's the concept. What I focus on expands. Another way I've heard it said is, what I focus on, I create more of. It's one of those very sneaky concepts that makes you think, well, yeah, of course, everyone knows that. It makes sense to us on the surface because the concept is simple. In my opinion, it's almost too simple because it's so, it's just that easy to assume that the surface is all there is to it when you hear it. Just like a truism or a cliche, it takes a deliberate pulling back of the curtain to get to the actual gold, the truth within it. A cliche will always be a cliche until it means something to you personally, and then it becomes a mantra or a gospel or whatever, what have you. Things like one day at a time, life is a journey, not a destination. (laughs) It's always darkest before the dawn. Those types of sayings and things 
we react to usually, you know, with eye rolls and you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, because it's cliche. Until we either dig deeper intentionally or something happens to us that causes an, like an, an epiphany regarding the power of whatever phrase. Before that happens, you just want to slap the person that says it to you. It's like, shut up. Everyone says that. It means nothing until something happens that makes something mean it to you. Which is why I'm going to explain how I came to find meaning in this concept, what I focus on expands, so that you don't have to go through some major like you know, upheaval just to see some improvement. <laughs> because when you take a couple minutes and apply this to just one situation in your life, the bones of other problems will start to reveal themselves at mind-blowing speed, I promise you. So I I had I had been a pretty avoidant person up until the very recent past. If you listened to um, episode 33 about my sobriety and, you know, where I've been, you know, I took a little bit of a hiatus that explains um, everything, you know, when it really comes to my story. It's like my interview <laughs> on Mind Made Wrong. Um, but I had been pretty avoidant, um, avoidant of all people, situations, um, and conversations that made me uncomfortable or that challenged me in any way. I have, you know, avoided checking and responding, you know, to emails, um, important ones. Yeah, I've avoided checking my bank balance or, you know, those things are, are typical, you know, we don't like to, especially, you know, millennials are, it's, it's bad news out here. Um, but my avoidance was kind of, was, was more ridiculous. Um, it, it stretched to things like going to upload a video on my YouTube channel and literally covering the screen with my arm and hand so that I, I didn't have to see a single blip of my stats of my views of you know the analytics so I didn't have to see any of that before I could you know finally hit the upload button at the top which opens up a screen that covers up all that information um I didn't want to see that I didn't want to see the good news I didn't want to see the bad news um oh and that reminds me please subscribe to my YouTube channel Steel Maggie Music if you haven't already I'd love to see you hanging out there with me if you can, you know, leave cool comments, you can watch, you can have a marathon, you can have a Maggie marathon, um, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But if you leave comments, I will respond. I just want to see you there and I want to hang out. Anyway, so I had to get that out there as I was talking about my YouTube channel. Uh, anyway, I lived my life in avoidance, constantly, continuously, in fear, just always fear. M my fear knew no bounds. I got drunk all the time to avoid fear. And, you know, I was just thinking, um, I've been talking about a lot about in my meetings how I would walk in drunk um, to any party or event, you know, to every, every single thing, um, you know, 
before before I, I got drunk before I walked in so that I would avoid the feeling of caring what people thought about me. <laughs> and that was because I hated myself and when I was drunk, you know, I wouldn't feel self-loathing for a short while and therefore I wouldn't feel like others didn't like me too and that's an entire podcast topic um but pro- projection you know that was me projecting and it it's blindsiding and it's a son of a bitch um but my entire life was an avoidance of feelings that I didn't want instead of a recognition and an active effort to choose better thoughts and therefore have better feelings once in a while, right? I was focusing on my fears all the time. But in doing so, I expanded their influence and power over my life. And that's the topic that, you know, I I want to I want to discuss today, what I focus on expands. I created more of that fearful energy by choosing it as my only option and completely shutting out the possibility that there was even another way. I've been reading a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, and you know I've probably read close close to a hundred self-help books in my day, and I've listened to a million self-help and business and productivity podcasts, you know. You know I love Brooke Castillo and Chris Harder and Andrea Owen, all about all about this stuff and all about productivity and um, uh, confidence and you know making money and mindset you know all that. But until I read this book, until until I read it, I did not truly understand on a bone marrow level all of the stuff I already thought I knew. So I, I will be doing a podcast episode on that book. Look forward to that. But I brought it up because she she does say, what I focus on, I create more of. Except the reason why it clicked for me this time is because her emphasis, uh, the entire book, she really drills it in, is about living life from a place of abundance rather than desperation. So a lot of... Um, what I was focusing on, I was subconsciously still focusing from a place of desperation, right? If I'm focusing on being broke, I will only stay broke (laughs) and I'll only create more opportunity for brokenness in my life. Even if I'm meditating on wealth and abundance and all that bullshit daily and doing my gratitudes at night and, um, you know, on the surface, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm participating in that, um, but if the energy beneath all of that is one of lack and desperation and striving, because my my belief underneath that, you know, is it's still something like I'll never have enough money, then I'm only still going to create more situations which continue that need cycle. At this point, I want to do a brief check-in because if you're like me, then your mind is freaking out right now and you're either A, getting pissed that this is woo-woo shit and it doesn't apply to you, or B, that there are way too many applications of this concept in your life and it's all too much. So I'm going to bring you back to the middle 
with a more down-to-earth and universal example. Let's say you're driving and you're late to work for a meeting with a skittish client. You got them, they're hard won, but they're they're flaky, they're they're flighty, you know. You have to work you have to work hard to keep them. And you're late to work. So you're focusing as you're driving on how late you are, what they're going to say, if they're going to drop negotiations um, because your tardiness is a show of bad faith. You know, your focus is on the lateness and what it means for you. And that's starting to cause anxiety and you're getting angry and you start getting mad people on the road because you're mad because your mind is in a in a frazzled state. You take a wrong turn on this route that you drive every day and then you get pissed off at yourself you start to panic, and then you misjudge an unfamiliar left turn. And as a result of that, your car runs into you. Another car runs into you because they had the right of way. Now you've turned a situation where, yes, you probably would have had to have a hat-in-hand discussion with the client, but where you also would have an opportunity to strengthen that business relationship. Now you've turned that situation into um, a mess where you are at least an hour late to work, your car needs to be fixed, which you will have to miss work time to repair as well. You were fixating on lateness and in doing so created more lateness. Uh, Who knows what happened with the client in the second situation. You never showed up. They were already flighty. They weren't going to wait for you for an hour. So you were fixating on losing the client, and in doing so, you unwittingly manifested a situation where you lost the client. I hope that example brings this concept to light for you, that your thoughts really do create your feelings, which really do create your actions, which create your results. If anything, what you focus on expands should be a mantra for cognitive behavioral therapy. I've, I've given you... Um, negative examples so far of this concept. Um, But because it's similar to how the compound effect can work in either your favor or your detriment, I must also show you what you can gain through the law of focus expansion. That's what I'm calling it, focus expansion. So here's a small example of a positive expansion in my life. You guys know that I've had problems with self-care related to my struggle with bipolar disorder. So going through that cycle for years of taking care of myself and then not and then doing it and then not, you know, not taking care of myself off and on has caused health problems um, for lack of consistency and skin issues and um, just dissatisfaction and disillusionment in my appearance and it's caused low self-esteem and I know it's because I was focusing on why am I so broken and not focusing on the ways that I do feel whole already and If you've been listening thus far, you know what happened. Because I was fixated on brokenness, I only created more of that. But now, since I got wise to the power of this concept in my life, I, I I made a deliberate switch to focus on what I like about myself right now and my appearance 
and um, and the processes of self-care. So I, I have a nice smile. I've been brushing my teeth much more regularly to take care of it because I want to keep it that way. I want to keep, I want, I like my smile. I want to keep it that way. Um, another thing, I feel so me. I feel so, um, I don't know, I just feel like me with my current hairstyle. So I, I nourish my hair um, much more now th- instead of just throwing it in a bun for a week. I take care of it. I love the feel of clay face masks, the, the tightening feeling when it's sitting for 15 minutes and that exhilarating feeling of freshness on my skin after I've washed it off. And um, focusing on that, I feel better now. And of course, I, I look better as a result. I feel better. I'm taking the actions because I feel better. And the result is I look better and I'm feeling better. So focusing on my favorite aspects of these self-care tasks, like washing my face and brushing my teeth, focusing on my favorite aspects of those things, that takes my mind off of these thought loops that, oh my God, my my fine lines are showing up or that I quote unquote never stick to a regimen or I'm so disgusting for not brushing my teeth. I'm broken. You know, I'm depressed. All of those things, anything, anything else that my mind wants to throw at me that is going to keep me within the realm of knowledge, within the realm of expectation because guess what? I'm, I'm not in the business of expectation. I'm in the business of expansion now. And so are you. Um, that's, that's, wh- that's what 2020 is going to be like for us, I think. Expansion of our values, love, self-worth, success, money, you name it. I want to give another quick example for you. And that is of me staying sober. When this episode releases, I will be... 55 days sober and I'll be two months this coming Friday which is longer than I ever thought I would be. I talked about in episode number 33 about coming up with any and every excuse to drink. There was always a reason and now because I want to be sober I have to focus on making excuses to stay sober instead of excuses to drink. Um, I have to magnify what I like about being sober. I have to make a big fucking deal to myself about how cool this is and how much I'm getting done how much, and how much farther and faster and um, how much farther I'm going in my life and how much better it is um, now that I'm sober. Because if I don't, I start going the other way and I start romanticizing my alcoholism. And when I expand my alcoholism, I relapse, right? I'm not, and I'm not doing that. I, I can't focus on it. So this is the most urgent and relevant example I can give you about how what you focus on expands. My enjoyment of my sobriety has expanded the more I focus on enjoying it rather than dwelling on how much it sucks to not be able to get drunk and feel my oats and go batshit, you know? Yeah, of course I I want to. Of course I think about that. Those thoughts are always there in my mind. I I, I always want to drink. But 
because I'm focusing on staying sober and making that so much bigger than drinking in my mind, making the sobriety, magnifying the sobriety, that is the reason why I'm able to stay sober. I want to impress upon you that um, this concept is not just about um, positive, super happy, uh, optimistic thinking. Like, I I hope I made that clear. It's it's about it's about choosing your energy, and not ig- I mean not ignoring. I don't want you to think that I I want you to ignore, um, you know the discomfort. And the unpleasantries, you know. Um, I don't want you to ignore that. And I want you to pretend that stuff isn't there. Um, But I want you to choose to magnify what is good, what is working. And to expand, you know, your focus. Um, Because it it goes both ways. To focus on what you really desire to create in your life. So that's my question to you now. Let's, Let's flip the concept into a question. What do you want to expand? What do you want to create more of in your life? Do you want a fulfilled relationship? Do you want a do you want to make and keep more money in your bank account at the end of every month? Do you want to pay off all your debt? Do you want to stay sober um, like me, right? <laughs> Figure out what you want to increase or improve and then commit, decide that you're going to focus on it. You're going to live with it and breathe it into your life and be thankful for it. Banish all fear and fearful actions from that area of your life. And I promise you will be a giant in the business of expansion before you know it. Thank you forever and a day for listening and hanging out with me and just being such kick-ass listeners. I love you and I appreciate you and I hope this message really got into your brain wrinkles. Um, I, someone said that. <laughs> someone said that. I heard that and I wanted to use it and I'm going to use it from now on. I also want to hear from you. So email me at maggie at steelmaggiemusic.com or DM me at SteelMaggieHQ on Instagram or Twitter and let me know what you plan to focus on and therefore expand in your life. I will put all of those handles down in the description of the podcast, so don't worry if you missed that. Also, if you received value from this episode of Mind Made Wrong, please leave me a lovely rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. If if they give you the ability to do so, and um, please share this podcast with another beautiful creator you know you would be helping me out instrumentally alright my friends I will see you next week for the next episode of Mind Made Wrong but until then let's go create beautiful things bye bye